The following podcast contains subject matter that some listeners may find distressing. Ear cropping is a serious welfare issue in the UK, which we felt it was vital to discuss. Hello, welcome to Pet Pod. And this week we are going to be talking about a campaign that's been going on, supported by the British Veterinary Association and various animal charities about ear cropping in dogs, the Flop Not Crop campaign. And I'm delighted to be joined for this discussion by James Brockett, who is Vet Director at Craig Robinson Vets, and Kaz Yon, our Head of Animal Welfare at Oak Tree. So welcome both of you. Welcome to Pet Pod. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you along. So this is a really hot topic at the moment, and it's actually been around for an incredibly long time, ear cropping in dogs. But I think we probably need to explain firstly to our listeners, what is ear cropping? And James, as a vet, probably you're the person to tell us. Yeah, so uh, strangely enough, I may not be the best person because it's something that we are not taught to do. Um, it is a procedure... I've never done as a vet. Uh, I've worked in clinical practice for 10 years. I've spoken to colleagues. Uh, I've been around for a lot longer and they have never done it. Um, from all about research, it's been illegal in this country for over 100 years. So yeah. I think you'd struggle to find anyone alive is legally ear crop dogs. So I've tried to find a bit of information from countries where it's not illegal. Um, the only reason a vet would ever take what we call the, the medical term, the peanut of the, the, the dog, so that's the, the floppy bit that hangs down, would be for any medical reason. So if it was caught or bitten or trauma and it was damaged and it wasn't able to be really saved, then we'd have to remove a section of that ear. Equally, if it was a tumour or a cancerous mass within that ear, then we'd maybe remove that for the benefit of the animal. But it's very clear that there's no rational reason for to do any cosmetic surgery on an animal at all. Uh, so the ears are anywhere in the animal. So I think that's the key part, isn't it? Is that ear cropping is cosmetic. It's the removal of an ear flap, isn't it? Or in some cases, extreme cases, the removal of pretty much the whole ear. Um, yeah, yeah. So before I came on here, obviously, kind of you rack through your mind to why this is getting done and for the love of me I struggle to find a single reason to why this should be done in an animal really dogs are anywhere because I can't find a reason to why someone would would justify it to be honest like um, and I've read where it's been People have kind of proposed that it's possibly for fashion or for status, uh, and it's it's enabling them to project themselves in a certain light. Um, so to be doing that, they're then causing quite significant pain on on an animal. Um, so yeah, when are we off topic? <laughs> well, I think we're all passionately saying this is actually something that is a really worrying trend in the UK because ear cropping is increasing in the UK. We are seeing it. We've even seen it in our local area in Carlisle yeah. and Cumbria. But the RSPC have seen that the ear cropping's doubled or more than doubled actually in five years. And that is a huge, huge increase. And there are loopholes. It has been illegal in the UK for a long period of time. Um, but actually you can still export and import your dogs who are ear cropped and that is a big issue and we're also seeing sadly 
um, people trying to do this procedure at home, aren't we, Kaz? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's just really hard to talk about because I think, as James has said, there's, there's no rational reason why you would do this. And I, I find it quite horrific that people can apparently get hold of kits on the internet mm. and with no training, no knowledge and no uh, proper clinic, no proper drugs, no proper um, anaesthetics are actually in effect operating on their animals at home, um, causing them horrific amounts of pain. And, and again, as we, we've said, for what? You know, there, there is no rational reason for it. It really isn't. And it's, it's illegal under Section 5 of the Animal Welfare Act, uh, which was around in 2006. But this loophole exists and therefore it's really difficult to, to, to try and take any action on these dogs because actually you can still get you still get these dogs coming in. There's still this presence of ear cropping. And you talked about uh, ear cropping kits at home. We found um, the Jordan Shelley and his team and Foal, who are doing uh, really leading on this campaign, were still finding um, kits for sale in the UK just a couple of weeks ago over the internet. So people can keep doing this because it's something that makes your dog look harder. Um, harder, sort of in the terms of toughness as opposed <laughs> to everything else. Yeah, um, it's made them look more aggressive, isn't it? That, <laughs> that's why people want it. Or um, I, I've seen some arguments where people have said um, in terrier breeds, for example, that they want their ears cropped because then rats can't grab hold of them. But I, I, th I still think that's um, a very poor excuse for the amount of pain that they're putting their dogs through. Absolutely. And James, as a vet, the ear flaps are really important to the ear structure, isn't it? And, and what does the ear flap actually serve as a function for our dogs? So, yeah, like with evolution in dog breeding, so there's quite a wide variation of flaps on dogs for, for various reasons. Um, so... When you look at kind of wolves and the basic kind of it holds up so dogs will often use their ears behavioral wise to kind of showcase whether fear anxiety or aggression towards other dogs and they're not able to exhibit those signs adequately to other dogs so that they struggle to them to socialize properly for, for not being able to do that um equally you'll see if a dog's kind of called in the park it'll point its ears and it'll turn it and twist it and that'll allow it to be able to uh, funnel hearing slightly better uh, into that um, so th th that's probably the main reasons with it to be honest um, I have looked on it is legal in America to do it and people have justified mm -hmm. that kind of ear cropping as Kaz said for terrier breeds and, and to stop kind of trauma there's no studies that have been able to back that up uh, so there's no evidence to support that at all. Um, some people have said that it actually allows dogs to hear better uh, for flaps lying down. Again, it's ludicrous. There's no evidence for that whatsoever. Um, some dogs with really long hanging ears coming down over their ears, um, it's been proposed that uh, removing that allows a lower chance of ear infections to take place, um, allowing air to get in. Again, no evidence whatsoever to support that. Uh, and there's been case studies that have been shown in America where dogs have had their 
kind of ears cropped are just as a higher rate of incidence of getting ear infections. So there, there's no medical benefit or, or long benefit to the animals to have it cropped at all. It's just unnecessary pain and cosmetic. And indeed, particularly in the US, but as I said, we have started seeing some of it in the UK. Um, we're seeing where particularly the pinchers and the boxes are having their ears cropped and then pinned up. So what, what, yeah. what, why do people, what do people, we, I think we've all worked out, we don't quite understand why people do this. Yeah. But, but what's the procedure for that, James? What are people doing? So, um, I, again, looking at kind of how it's done in America to then probably extrapolate of how it's been done here. Because uh, I just point out, this is a procedure that, as I said, is done back alleys by people that are untrained without any pain relief, without any anaesthetics. So the animal will be feeling every cut that's been made. Um, these aren't really young pups that are being doing. So the dogs are generally a little bit older. So between the ages of maybe six to 12 weeks, I would assume that this is probably being done on them. Um, so once that's removed, to be able to have the end product of what people are after to these pointy ears. So your classic films like Beethoven with a aggressive Doberman as a guard dog with a pointy up ears. Um, they're then splinting it. So they're maybe putting like a bit of wood or something and then tying that quite tightly onto that ear. So it, as it heals, it, it kind of scars into that position. So it stays held up into that, in that place. Now, the, the worry is with these places getting done in back alleys, um, they're cutting through cartilage and skin. There's very poor blood supply to car cartilage, and the risk is you get quite often wound breakdowns and infections, um, which can cause then a lot of long-standing pain and discomfort for that animal. Um, and the big thing is, is the timing to when that gets done as well. So I said about kind of six to 12 weeks, which usually probably would have come on to a little bit more detail with me, but it's a very key socialization period for a pup. Um, and if you're inflicting quite a lot of pain and distress on it at that time, then the likelihood is that's going to have kind of long-standing kind of issues for that dog lifelong, uh, certainly behavioral anxiety, uh, fear. Um, so I don't know if you would like to kind of go on with that more, if, you, if you've seen that or the dogs coming in with crops. Fortunately, I don't think we've had any dogs in with crops. We're seeing them in the community. Um, but no. I think, oh, certainly, we talk a lot about socialisation periods and critical periods. Socialisation period is really that time when that dog is really absorbing everything around it and getting that experience of life, which sets it up for the rest of its life. So it's experiencing people, environments, actions, everything that's going on in the world. Um, and when we're putting our dogs into a situation where in that period where they're so absorbent and really setting themselves up for life, as James says, where there's pain, where there's fear, where there's smells, weird, weird is going on, and it's a really horrific experience, you are likely to see that long-term anxiety. You are likely to see that fear of individuals and um, potentially aggression. And they can all develop um, throughout life and be shown in all sorts of different characteristics. Um, so you might see them in terms of separation anxiety later on. You might see it in, actually, I just want to avoid the world. Um, or you might alternatively just see that dog who is just going to go for everything because actually they don't want that threat. My biggest threat, you've got, when you're feeling, feeling nervous, you've got those elements of fight, flight, fiddle about, or freeze. Um, your dog is possibly going to show some of those experiences in later life. Kaz, what, 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 do you have anything else you want to add to that bit? 
not so much. I think that that kind of covers all of it. It is just that that trauma at such a young age is going to stick with that dog and manifest itself probably in inappropriate or unwanted behaviours. And then, of course, you know, that is the time that the dogs are going to end up in, in places like ours as people can't cope with them or depending the reasons why the ear cropped were done in the first place what you know you can only assume the type of people that are doing that um perhaps there's going to be an, an even worse ending for, for those dogs um so yeah it, it it just um it's just horrific to think about and to be honest so going back to james what james said is it's done in back alleys and just to take that a little bit further actually you wouldn't go yourself for an operation in a back alley uh, if you want to do something why would you put your dog through it? Why would you do that? You wouldn't order a kit on Amazon to sort of do a quick cosmetic procedure on yourself. A lot of this will be done by unscrupulous people that are looking to see a niche where it's the demand that people are wanting this and, and they're there to make money. They've no care really for the actual animal. And my worry is that people are buying these as a status symbol and they can hide from the fact that this has been done and they lie to themselves and they tell themselves that they're rescuing this animal while they're paying several thousand pounds to buy it. Uh, and, and they're just kind of pushing that to the side because they're, they're getting that animal and it's not necessarily them that's doing it in the first place. Um, so it, it, it's really to kind of cut off that market that that's really going to be the, the only end of it, that it becomes socially unacceptable. People are then questioned to why they've done that and it's unfair in the animal. Um, if there's been quite a few celebrities that have had crops and, and have placed them on social media, and I, I think that it's wholly irresponsible from them to have that platform to then publicising it. Now, whether it's naivety or ignorance, um, I, I think it they need to be kind of looking at that because that's only going to make it desirable from other people that are ill-educated and don't know what these animals go through. And I think it's, if people are listening to this and, and they think, well, I would never have a dog ear cropped and I'd never want to buy it, um, you can still do more. You can still comment on these people that are putting pictures up and saying that you're unhappy with it and you don't think they should be doing. And, and it's all about education and informing people to know what's happening. And that's certainly what the flop not crop is all about. It's, it's about educating and letting people know what's actually happening. Until 12 months ago, I'd, I'd never seen a dog that had been cropped in the flesh. And I've now seen quite a few. Um, and if it becomes a ubiquitous around and people see it, it then becomes people just become kind of blunted to it. Uh, and, and I think we have to really stamp that out and, and say that as a society, we are not accepting this. Do you, do you think you could ever see a time um, when DEFRA, for example, would actually make it a condition of an import licence that the dog must not have cropped ears? Yeah, definitely. And, and, and I think I would, I would hope, uh, certainly the BVA are, are pushing that, so and and I'd certainly hope kind of government would listen to that because it, it's something that can easily be done uh, really. Um, a, a lot of these cropping are being done at a young age. You can't import an animal. Uh, you can't import legally a puppy. So it, it's very easy then that kind of if a pup has been done, it can't be imported into the country. So there's it, it should kind of close off that loophole quite quite easily and and by people importing them in, you're providing cover for for people doing it illegally. 
so they can hide behind the mask of that they've imported this animal in, whether they've done it or not, because then it becomes difficult to trace that. Or they've imported it in, but they've bought it from someone. That There's long tales and stories that people weave to kind of hide the truth. Um, so if, if, you, if you close off that cover of stopping that import, then I think that would make quite a big difference in, in the long run. I think um, sort of on the back of that is some of the celebrities that have been pictured on, on social media with dogs with with the ears cropped, their excuse has been they bought them like that from abroad. Um, I mean, part of me wonders why they're buying dogs from abroad when there's so many dogs in this country needing homes. Um, but but that would certainly go a long way then to sort of closing off that avenue. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and equally, equally, it's... Because it's not illegal in other countries, you can take your dog abroad and, and then get it done abroad and then bring it back into yeah. the country. So there needs to be a stipulation that it just can't be crossed back across the border. And we probably need to have a look at that quite closely about how that can be implemented and, and kind of be stopped because a dog could be taken that's still within your possession, still your ownership and you're taking it across to be done that. So that it's not just about importing from one owner to another. You have to watch the single owner taking it over and then coming back. The holiday crop, as it were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and it, we, we know it's happening. We can see the rise. As, as James says, he hasn't seen them before his career, but in the last few years, we're starting to see them coming through. Um, we're starting to see them in, in regions that we would never, ever have expected to see them. Um, we did mention earlier that there are occasionally legitimate reasons why an animal will have its ear surgically operated on by a vet for a legitimate medical reason. But these are few and far between. And it's not a common procedure, is it, James? No, no, it's pretty uncommon. And, and equally, it's, it would very likely be one ear rather than two. Uh, so you're not going to have that kind of symmetrical pointed ear from a from a medical procedure because as a vet we would remove the least amount of tissue required and, and inflict the least amount of pain so we're, we're not there to kind of do cosmetic surgery in an animal and to make it look the most um, appeasing to the owner it's, it's it's what the animal will benefit the greatest from really so that, that's our number one priority. Absolutely. So if people do see this, I think it's really important that we say at this point, it is something the RSPCA are backing this campaign. And they're saying if you do have any concerns that people are cropping dogs ears themselves or, or arranging it in the UK or even sending animals abroad, please do contact them. And they have an emergency line of 0300 But also the other option is to uh, report it to your local council, um, the animal welfare area, to see, again, that's often sitting within the Environmental Health Department, Training Standards Department in your local council. Each one will have a different um, area. There certainly will be incidences of people that have kind of rescued dogs from abroad and, and that were in very poor conditions. And, and they've done done great things for that animal and it had been years previously that they've been kind of cropped um so we do have to kind of bear in mind that you don't want to jump down people's throats if you see them with a dog with an ear cropped uh, because there is circumstances where people have done the best but it, it is that kind of question that we probably shouldn't be importing those dogs full stop because it, it just provides those people that have the best intentions are providing a cover for those that have the worst intentions. Um, and and I think we need to look at legislating that. Um, first and foremost, it's the dogs, really. They're undergoing quite a lot of pain and discomfort. Yeah, I think that's really important. Is that We always say never, ever 
please do any vigilante action on this or try to take matters into your own hands because actually there are legitimate reasons and that a dog may have had a, a, a medical procedure or as you say they may have imported it through a rescue center where the animal has been or not even imported that the animal has come from a rescue center where it has happened it's a case of get involved get active with the campaign do report it if you're concerned and get involved with flop don't crop let's just as much as we can google it search it let's just please sign the petition that's online at the moment um and let's just try and change this to actually make life a lot better for dogs throughout the world but particularly in the uk I thank you so much to James for joining us today at PetPod. It has been great talking to you and getting your insights and to Kaz, as always, for her insight into animal welfare. Thank you all so much and see everyone again on PetPod.